Six lines from the bottom, the beginning of the line. We learned in the Mishnah. We said if a sukkah is not ten tzvachim, ten ambrias high, then it is not kosher. I mean, and how do we learn it's possible? How do we know and how do we raise the source? You have to be at least ten tzvachim high. Itmar, because we learned the following. Rabbi Rab, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Chaviva. Now the Gemara interrupts quickly, okay, Masnu. Okay, they learned the following, but, but uh, okay, but before we see what they taught, okay, we'll say the following. The we'll say tomorrow throughout the order of Moed that we're learning, whenever you mention this group, Chalufa Rabbi Yochanan, okay, we have to sit, we have to we have to switch out Rabbi Yochanan or Ma'ala Rabbi Yonasan. In place we have to say Rabbi Yonasan. Uh, okay, so now we say Aaron. What, did, what is it they said? Aaron Tisha. Okay, the, the ark was nine tefachim high. The kaporas in the ark cover tefach was one tefach high. Okay, how did we figure? Because the ark was one and a half amas high and amas six tefachim. So an amas and a half is nine tefachim plus one for the for the ark cover it was ten. Harikana sar. So altogether that's ten. The kasiva nadati lechashamli dibarti itchav meyala kaporas. And Hashem says, "What? I'm going to make my meetings with you." Um, my appointments with you there on top of the art cover, and I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to, I'm going to make my appointments with the, there with you, and I'm going to speak to you from on top of the art cover. Betanya, and we learn. We, we learned in Abraisa, Rabbi Yossi Omer, in all of history, Hashem's divine presence never comes below to the earth where humans are. Below all of Moshe, nor did Moshe and Elahu, even though they went up high, they never went up to the heavenly place where Hashem is. Shemamers, it says, Shemay Shemayim because the Pasuk says the heavens are heavens to God and the earth is for people so Hashem, Hashem never comes into the you people domain and the people don't go to Hashem's domain to the heaven and therefore what and since we see that domain and we know that a mechitz has to define a domain a partition and we see that the domain is above ten Hashem stays above, well, on the ark cover and that's above the domain so the domain is defined by ten high so the mechitz has to be ten high there's a lot to talk about here I, so therefore we know that, 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 that a sukkah has to be ten high and this, okay and, uh, Get out of here. What, that's true. The divine presence never came below 10. That's not true. What are you talking about? Don't we walk? See if it doesn't read. Hashem came down on Sinai. The Mar says, nah, even, when it, even though the Pasuk says it still means Hashem remained 10 Tzvachim above the ground, the, the divine presence. Okay, but the next Pasuk, which says there's going to be a prophecy that one day Hashem is going to stand with his legs on on our zayim, uh, metaphorically. So that's that's literal. He's on the he's on the ground. Okay. No, even that lemala mesarzvachim. I mean, that still means that the divine presence remains ten tefachim above. I've low all of Moshe. We have Eliyahu. Lamar. I'm kind of Moshe and Eliyahu never went up to the heavens. Look, Oxivis is written. Moshe Alahim. Moshe said Moshe went up to the heavens. Nope. Lemata mesar. He still remains ten tefachim below. I've Oxivayal Eliyahu. Mesar Shemayim says Eliyahu went up in a storm. You know, to the to the heaven. In a wind to the heaven, so he said, went up. The answer is the Even that that was also below ten. Come on, boy, one second. It's written by Moshe Rabbeinu that we describe as Ma'achis Pnei Hashem lets him hold on to the to the to the divine to the to the throne of glory and Parshas Alavana knows that that he and he he spreads out on him his cloud, which means we look we and, and it, it, it's Darshan Perish Ziv the the Perish Ziv that what Ramar of Tanchum Milame Milame. We see what the Kodesh Baruch who spread out from His divine presence. Uh, we're going to say onto the throne, and, and, and the and the cloud upon it. Aye. So therefore, what you see that you, and you see Moshe was holding on, and and it, Hashem spread out.
let out the cloud of Hashem on the Dumaito and Moshe's holding it. No, the Matthew saw that was still below 10. I he was so he still says he was holding on to the, he was holding on to the throne itself. The throne is certainly in heaven in Hashem's domain. Nope. Also, the throne itself was lowered down to okay, Admiasar. It was still taken down less than 10 Tvachim from the heavens. Okay, Vinokape. And then Moshe held on to it. So okay, so still, so now, up until now, so essentially we proved our point that was since 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 Hashem was above 10, and, and we, so we see that the domain of humans, okay, the domain is 10 tzvachim high, and the, and the mechitza, the partition of the sukkah, has to define a domain that is 10 high. Bishlama Aaron Tisha, okay, okay, one second, let's just look at the analysis though. You told me the ark is nine, that I understand, okay, why the sivas or aron atzeshitim, because it said you're going to make the aron out of atzeshitim, two and a half amas length, fama v'chetzi rachbo, an amma and a half width, ve'amma v'chetzi kamasa, one and a half amas high. So one and a half of six is nine. That's good. Ela kaporas. But when it comes to the cover, techuminon. Who told you that? Who told you the kaporas was one tefach thick? Where'd you get a source? The Tanai Rechanina kola kelim shasa Moshe. We could learn all the utensils in the base of in the Mishkan that Moshe made. Nasim b'Torah midas arka midas rechavon midas kamas and all the utensils the Torah gave us that Moshe made in the temple in, in the Mishkan. The Torah gave us their their length, their width, and their height. Okay, the measure of each one. A kaporas midas arka midas rechavon nasna. But when it came to the ark cover. The Torah did indeed give us the, it, it, the measure of its length and the measure of, measure of its width, because it says that what that it's that it's two and a half in length and one and a half in width. Amidas kamasa, but the height, the measure of its height. the Torah never told us. How do you know? The answer is don't worry. So now we're going to see, and we have a, we have a we have a principle. Whenever when we're going to see it, I'm going to introduce you. It's going to come up several times. As a rule, we we always speak the least amount. And when we when when we when something is assumed to be for us to know, so then you can know. It could go anywhere from a range. We always take the smallest range. The parable would be here. If you grab something, the smallest amount. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's not. If you grab the smallest amount, you'll always keep what you have because that's for sure yours. If you grab more, maybe it's yours, maybe it's not. So the, the surest thing to do is always to take the smallest. In learning, it comes out like that. We know that we take, we, we say the smallest amount to justify what the, what the Torah, what the rabbi, what the, what the intelligent person is telling me, and I know that much will always be true. So I can always assume that the smallest amount is what's intended unless it's otherwise, unless it's otherwise indicated. So you say, I take the smallest part of any one of the utensils, and I'll have to use that as the measure, since the Torah assumed that I'm going to know. As it says, there's a border around the table. In the base of me, that's one tefach. Okay, malahala and tefach over there. That's one tefach. Afkan tefach. So I take the smallest measure, which is a tefach, and I say that the tefach was the measure of the ark cover, even though the Torah didn't tell it to us. I says, "Come on, let me challenge." Okay, so that'll that'll back up our, our learning, and we still know that sukk has to be ten I. I venef became gufai. One second, he says, but uh, he says, "How do? Why are you learning from what? Why are you learning from this border around around the around the uh, table? Okay, it's part of the table. You take the smallest part of the table, but what what?" From the from the from the utensil itself. Why 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 don't you look at the utensil itself? Not from not from something that's 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 uh, 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 back that's supporting it. That's that's the only part of it. The answer is like I told you, tafasta move below tafasta. Look, if you grab a lot, you can't really be sure you grabbed anything. Tafasta move when you grab the smallest amount. Tafasta you 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 surely grab what you grab, and that's like I tell you. We ought, we assume that we always take the take the smallest amount. So don't tell me take it. Don't take don't tell me it has to be an hour and a half like the height, height of a table. No, it could. It, you're right. In theory, it could go up to that amount, but I take the smallest amount. That's the rule of the Torah. So I take the smallest amount, which is the part of the of the table, which is the smallest of any which is one tefah.
So the Gemara says, one second, one second. He says, I've been nailed with me seats. So why do you, okay, you want to learn from the smallest utensil? You know, it's the utensil, the, the, the headband of the, of the, of the Kohen Godot. Why don't you learn from the tzitz, the tiny, because we learned, we have a tradition, tzitz doma who come in, come in The tzitz, the headband of the Kohen Godot, of, of the Kohen Godot, was like a, was a gold, like a gold band. It was two, two finger width. Thick, umukov males males, and it would surround them from ear to ear. The cost of a love stay sheeted, and there were two rows on it. The top would be uh, okay, yud k. In other words, no yud and a hey, which would be the top said really the four letter name of Hashem. It said Hashem's name milamala above the kodesh lamed, and then kodesh two holy two lamed, just the lamed milamata below. And ironically, it would still read it would still read holy to Hashem. You understand? But but you didn't want to put holy two above Hashem's name. So Hashem's name is like like on the left top and. And, and holy two is on the right bottom, but it reads it reads holy to Hashem. You know, see, you know what I'm saying? And Hashem's name is written on all the four letters. I, I'm Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yossi. He says, I receive. Okay, so he said, and Rabbi, Lezer, Rabbi Yossi said, no, I saw it. He says, because of love, because Hashem b'shitachas. He says, no, I saw it, and it's written holy to Hashem on one line. Uh, he saw, actually saw it when he. Okay, he saw he saw it when he was when he was in. Pardon me. And he received Rome when he was in Rome, and he saw the stuff that the Romans had stolen from the base of Mikdash. So he saw that it was on. One line. I right, so how can they have an argument? The answer because they said that's good bit the Okay, it was it was it was it was it was it was only a bit the since that was there. Done and clinically, so I saw Vakasha. So therefore, why are you learning from one tefach from the from the border of the of the of the table? Why don't you learn a, a two fingers, two fingers like our tradition from the from the headband? The answer is done and clinically because we're going to judge. We're going to we make a comparison. We learn a utensil from a utensil. And done and clinically, don't you learn a utensil, namely what the art cover, from jewelry from 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 a uh, an accoutrement, you know, which is uh, jewelry, which is the which is the uh, uh, headband. I says, come on a second. Okay, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna, still, if you're gonna learn from parts of things, so you know, from parts of the utensils, so learn it from the crown. You have a crown on the table. We have a crown on the on the on the altar on the golden altar. We have a crown on the on the on the on the iron on the on the on the uh, on the ark, and that was just any amount. It was any amount. The Amar Mar, because we learned zer mashu. The zer is just any amount at all. It's not even a tefach. So how can why don't you learn? Why don't you learn then that the ark cover was new any amount, but not so much a tefach. It's just done in cleanly clean because. We're gonna, if, we, if we're trying to build up a defini- definition, I, I, I learned the definition of a utensil from a utensil being done in clean, actually. And I don't learn, I don't learn the definition of a utensil. The measure of a utensil is something that's there just as a supporting role to adorn it, something to adorn it like the like the like the uh, like the crown. If that's true, Ms. Garis Nami actually So one second, according to that, he says, you know, the border is also a border is also a decorative border around the around the top of the table. That's where the Gemara is learning now. The answer is the Gemara says, okay. Now he said, okay. So the Gemara says, don't worry. He says, don't worry. Mizgarto, okay, Mizlamato. I says, no, it's not true. Don't, don't learn that the border of the table was just a, you know, a decorative top above it that wasn't useful. It was really the frame of the table below the tabletop. On top of the legs was a frame of the border, and the tabletop sat on top of it. It was really an essential part. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an addendum 
to the, it wasn't addendum to the table like the crown. It was actually part of the, it was essential part of the structure of the table. Gemara says, okay, so he says, Gemara says, okay, good, but that's very good according to the one opinion that holds that the border was really below and was part of the essential structure of the table. But according to the opinion, what, that the, that the, that the border was on top and it was really an accoutrement, I saw that it was really an accoutrement, Michael and what are you going to say? That according to that, it's just really a supporter and that really can't give me support over utensil. It's not a utensil and that can't give the definition of the utensil, which is called the R cover. The answer is no, but here's the answer. I have to take something, I, I'm still going to compare something with the Torah gave me a measurement. For something the Torah gave a measurement, so you're right. The reason, the reason why I don't learn from the tzitz and from, from the, from the, from the, from the uh, headband and from the crown is because the Torah told me to meet the clock because the Torah didn't give a measure. Since since I know I learned from something where the Torah with with where the Torah gave a measure, uh, 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 notes, the notes the the arc top the Torah gave a measure just was missing the, the measure of the of the thickness but the Torah gave the measure of the length and the width. I learned that from something where the Torah gave a measure, namely the border, and not something where the Torah didn't give a measure, namely namely the crown or namely the headband. Okay now. Okay, so all that all that is is done. Ravuna says he says he says he says I'll tell you another way that I can learn uh, that it's it's one tefach. Ravuna Omar Mihacha. Ravuna Omar Mihacha. Ravuna learns like this. He he says Al Pnei Kapuras Kema. He says we have to we have to throw the blood towards the the uh, to the on the face of the. Of the ark cover from the east. Vain pondim. Whenever we say the word face, pachal mitafach. A human face is not smaller than one hand breath. So we say the, the word face is never less than one tefach. Seth for learns we say it's face, so the face is going to be the thickness. It can't be less than one tefach. Aye. Maybe it's like the face of this giant bird called the bayuchni was so gigantic that one egg, the one egg, one egg could uh, could uh, drown sixty could drown the one egg one egg could drown could drown sixty cities and 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 and, and break uh, three hundred. 300 our tree our arish trees the answer is tafasta mulo tafasta again we don't take you don't we don't take if you take the larger measure you didn't succeed tafasta muat tafasta we take the small one you succeed so i take the smallest measure which is a tefach i veima copy the tzif the tzif the okay but second with the tzif rasa the zutu how about the face of this tiny bird it's tiny it's smaller than a tefach i'm ravach bayakov he says he says to him don't worry ravuna penei penei gomer you're making a mistake he's not defining the word panim the word face then you'd be right i never know no, it could be the, to be the tiniest, teeniest, tiniest face. It's not defining the word face, but rather what? Pnei, pnei gomer. He's using a word bridge of panim. It's not, it's not the general idea of what could define a face. He's using a word bridge. It says in this pasuk panim, and this, in this pasuk panim, pnei, this face and face. So this is both, then I use as a word bridge. Ksifach, it's written here by what? By the ark cover, el pnei to the face of the ark cover. and it's written there when, when, when Yitzhak is blessing, blessing Yaakov, me'es pnei Yitzhak gabi, from, from from the face of Yitzhak, his father. So therefore what? So therefore it's talking about the face. Face has to be what? The human face, the small of which is the tefach, and therefore the same thing over here. 
I okay, the Kabbalah says so for one second. But if you're learning, if you're learning face, you're already learning a word bridge of face. So why don't you learn the word bridge to a different face? And therefore, upon Why don't you learn from the face of an angel, which which is gigantic, to receive Kiros like seeing the face of a, of, a, of an angel, a divine thing, the face of an angel, and you and and you, and and uh, and you and you and you wanted me, you were appeased, okay, and you were appeased, okay. Again, the rule is tafasta mubalo tafasta tafasta mua tafasta. Again, if you take the the larger number, you didn't succeed. If you take the smaller number, you really you 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 you, you try to hold on to the larger amount. You don't necessarily hold on to it. You hold on to the smaller amount. You hold on to it. The rule is we take the smaller one. Okay, so therefore the toss up of this panim and that panim, we take the smaller one. Uh, this this face or that face. I've been able to be cool. One second. So what? But even if you're going to learn from small, then learn from a really small face. Okay, we have the word panay is also what by the face of the cherub on top of the on top of the on top of the ark. The Receive our kaporis you penea kruvin towards the towards the kaporis is the are the faces of the of the of the cherubs and the face of the cherub was was smaller than a human face at least a, a, a smaller than human face at least half so it's going to be less than a tefach. Because we have a rule, he says. He says no. We have a rule that the, that no matter what, even though you you would think because the, because the cherub itself was small that the face was small, we have a, we have a handed down tradition that what that the face of the kruvim was not less than one tefach. So therefore, what? So enechanami and ravunanami miachagomer. Enechanami can say the ravum himself learned the, the the word bridge was learned from here itself from the penei by the by the kapar, by the face of the of the of the ark cover and penei by the face of the chair. But we know that it was what, what that's where we learned it from miachagomer. That's where we learned from it was one tefach. Okay. So now. Okay, so now we're gonna we, now we're gonna see umai kruv. What is a kruv? What does that word mean? Cherub. What does the word kruv mean? So the answer is what Amrav. Oh, we learned what kiravia. It's kiruv, like a kid. Aravia is a kid. Kiruv. What's a kruv? Kiruv. It looks like a little like a little child, like a baby. So came bubble according to Yunuko because in, because in, in bubble they call an infant. Okay, Ravi is called a Ravia. So kruv is kiruv, like a like a baby, like a kid. Amrle abaya by said el miato. If that's true, this is lush of a baby. The sleep pene acha pene kruv. I got a problem. If it's a baby, so how come? It, how come? How come in the vision? How come in the vision of the Nabi Yecheskel, and he's describing the four faces? So one is the face of a, of a cherub, and one is of a kruv, and one's the face of a man. According to you, they're both the face of a man. One is the face of the face of a cherub, but one's the face of a man. He says he says So then the cherub and the man are the same. They're both they're both human. How could he have separated them if according to if that's true? The answer is no. They're both human. One's a big face, the, the man, and one's a small face. The 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 uh, one's a uh, one's a and uh, one's a small face the uh, uh, like a baby, okay, like a baby, I like a small one like a small like a small right, I now, but now I have a big problem, uh, you've okay you have we know that we know that the art cover was one tefach but I got a big problem from the whole the whole way you start you want to prove to me that the height of a mechitz has to be ten because the shechina is above the above the ten of the ark. But take a look. Then, but you see that the ten included, the ten included the R cover. So we've been learning what we've been, we've been learning what that that the schach has to be. You have to have at least ten in the sukkah and the schach above it. But how do you know that? Since the ten of the R was it was was it included the R cover. Since the ten included the R cover, so maybe maybe the ten of uh, of the sukkah is is ten including the schach. Not that there's a sukkah of ten and then schach on top of it. Okay, but rather what that you have ten including the schach. I remind the Chalala Asara. How do you know that the that the uh, that the uh, that the that the, uh, that the empty space in the sukkah is ten high? Bar Mishachacha without the schach. 
Maybe it's ten with the schach, just like the just like the height of the Aaron was ten with the ark cover, and then the shechina was on top, and then uh, and, and that's what defines the domain. So the sukkah is defined by, by, by defined with schach included in that included in that height. Who told you? So the Gemara says, and therefore, and therefore the Gemara says, you're right, I can't learn from the, from the, from the Ark. It's not going to be good enough. That's not going to be a good enough proof because I'll never know whether the Schach has to be included above it or the Schach is included in it. So I can't, and we know that we're learning the Schach is above it, so the, the Ark can't be the point with where we learned it. So we'll scratch that, we're going to have to go we'll start all over again. What's the proof that the Sukkah has to be ten high? So we say, Ella, okay, me base olamim. We really learn it from the base amigdash. It's from the base amigdash. Gomar, okay, because we, okay, we learn that uh, uh, that the base amigdash that Shlomo built. We learn dixi, okay. That's where it's the gomar. Ella, me base olam gomar. We learn it from the base amigdash of Shlomo. Dixi, it's written. Shlomo The house that the king Shlomo built for the Hashem. Shishim Morocco, It was sixty amos in length. Fasrim rechavo. And, and, and 20 amas in width, its height was 30 amas. And we have it, and we know, and we know that the, the special kuvim, not the ones we were talking about before, the ones that Shlomo made that stood on the ground, these large kuvim, the Shlomo, there was kuvim that Shlomo made, two big cherubs that stood on the ground, they were 10 amas high. Uh, so each one, the one and the other were each 10 high. So we know that the kuvim that Shlomo made were 10 high. Vitanya, we learned memotzinu, now just like in the, in the, in the, in the 10 Temple, the eternal temple, the Kuvim, the cherubs of Shlomo, were one third of the height of the temple. The temple was 30 high, 30, 30 amas high, and the, and the Kuvim were 10 amas high, so the Kuvim were 10 amas high. Also, Mishkan Nami, okay, so the Kuvim in the Mishkan that were just on top of the ark that we were talking about before, okay, uh, okay, uh, Nami, Kuvim Bishlisha by something. They're going to be one third of the height of the of the Mishkan. Now, let's take a look. Let, let's figure it out. Mishkan Kamahavi, how high was the Mishkan Esar? Amas was ten amas high. The Sivas is written as Amas or Chakeres. The planks that were that, that, that were the walls of the base of Mikdash, they were ten, they were ten high. Okay, Kama Havilu. Okay, Shitin Pushle. What is ten amas? So six six handbreadths per amas, six tvachim per amas, six times ten. You have sixty tvachim is the height of the Mishkan. Okay, Til say. Okay, Kama Havi. How much is one third? Esrim Pushle. It'll be twenty. It'll be twenty handbreadths. Twenty twenty tvachim. Dal Asara the Aron Rekapers. Now subtract the ten of the Aron of the Ark and of the Ark cover, which he said but that we proved before is ten. So ten from ten from twenty is ten. Okay, Pashalu Asara. So now the height of the of the cherubs on top of the Ark cover is going to be ten handbreadths, ten tvachim. Dirsiv is written by Yakuv and Parsik and Afan the Mala Sochim bekafel Rekapers. They 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 were spreading out their wings above and they are Sochachim. They're covering over 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 covering with their wings the Ark, the Ark cover. So you see clearly what? So they were above, and that's called Schach. You see what's it called? Schach is Schachin, that they overcover. Okay, and okay, and therefore what we can learn, Kaya Rachman is We see that that's called Schach, overcovering of the Sukkah, like a Sukkah, Lamalame Asara, above 10. And therefore they're over they're overcovering by 10. Ah, so you see the, the wings are above 10. So now I know that, that the Schach has to be, that's the source, and now it's going to be good. The Schach is above 10. said, what second? Who told you that the wings are above their heads? You're right, their head was 10 high. Who said, you're sending the wings above, t- above the head? So the wings are above their heads, and the, therefore, the, the, just like the wings are above 10, their head, so the schach is above 10. It says, maybe the wings are exactly the same height as their head. They're, they're, they're spread out, but they're spread out exactly the same height as their head. They're exactly 10, and then we're back in the hole again. Maybe the schach is included in the 10, in the sukkah. 
It's written above. Above means what? It has to be above themselves. The wings are above them, so they're ten, and the wings are somewhat above it. So they have the wings are above, that's called tzach, and therefore the tzach of the sukkah is above the ten. So then one second, if it's above, maybe it's much more. Maybe it's not ten, maybe it's not more than ten, maybe it's got to be twenty, maybe it's got to be fifteen. How do you know? Maybe the wings are very, maybe, maybe it's much, much higher. Maybe it's eleven, maybe it's twelve. How do you know how high it is above the head? What's it about? The guy says, Miksiv Lamalamal doesn't say above, above. It means just above. It means it's just the minimum amount above, like we always say, but it's the minimum amount above, and it's just above. Therefore, the sach could be one drop above 10, and that's the sukkah. Okay? So now, now we're home free, but we have one problem. We have an argument about, about what the measurement, what the amma was that we used to make the utensil of the temple. We discussed three different ammas. There's one that's, there's one that's six tvachim, there's an amma that's five tvachim, there's an amma that's six tvachim and, and, uh, and, and a little bit more. So we have, which is it? Okay, so now, that's all good to everything you did now. You proved your point uh, that the sukkah should be ten from the from the from the from the wings of the kruvim. Okay, in the in the in the in the mishkan. That's good according to Rabbi Meir. Says that all the amas that we were making the measurements with were always the middle amma, the one that says that six tvachim, not six and some, and not five. El Rabbi Huda the Amr Amr Shal Binyan Shisha Tzvachim, but according to Rabbi Huda who says that the Amr that measured the building the building was six handbreadths. Veshal Kalim, but the Amr that was that, that we measure the utensil with Chamisha is only five. Michael and Meimer. Now I'm going to be stuck. If the Aaron and its cover were 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 were, were one and a half plus one, Aaron with Kaporis Kama Avalu. How much is going to be? How much is the Aaron and its cover going to be? Tamanya Palga. It's going to be eight and a half. What? One and a half times five is seven and a half, and then one thick. Like you proved before for the cover, it's going to be eight and a half. So I could, now, if I'm going to subtract according to the previous learning, I'm going to subtract eight and a half from twenty from one third of the, from 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 one from one third from one third of the height. Of, if I'm going to take eight and a half tvachim from from twenty tvachim from one third of the height of the mishkan, then then what's left is eleven and a half. I ema ema sukkah ema sukkah ad upalga. So they say the sukkah can have to be at least eleven. A, a, the sukkahs have to be 11 and a half and high, and then the schach. We're stuck. According to, what are you going to do? Uh, okay, uh, what are you going to so do? Okay, but what are you going to do according to Rabbi Yehuda? The Imran says, You're right. He says, According to that, Rabbi Yehuda, according, uh, well, you're right. The proof from the, from the, from the psukim we bring is only according to Rabbi Yehuda. You're right. Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, I have to, I have to, I have to concede. It's a handed down tradition uh, that, that the sukkah has to be 10. Uh, 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 and and, uh, and it's a hand down tradition from Sinai. Because like we learn, shiurin the measurement of all forbidden things in the Torah, the amount size, like an olive's worth, etc., for eating, like we eat forbidden, like forbidden foods, is an olive worth. The measurements of forbidden things, chatzitzin, the the whole law of intervening substances, mechitzin and laws of partition, These are handed down tradition from Moshe from Sinai, and they are not learned out from the psukim. And that, so with, with that, we're okay. We have, we, according to, no, it's according to the mayor, we learn it from the psukim of the Aaron, and the, from the, you know, from the kruvim, and according to the tradition, and so far we have our proof, and we'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day.